Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He is the head pastor of the Hopewell Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your hearts to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. Amen. May the Lord honor you. Amen. And preserve you. Amen. May your house never catch fire. Amen. You will not be recorded as part of the dead people. Amen. But your name will be part of those who survived that accident. Amen. You will escape every satanic arrow. Amen. Your name will be part of those who are trailed. Amen. You have escaped all their shameful deeds in the name of Jesus. Now, as you turn and amen, I wash your garments by the blood. Amen. And I shift your level in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anything that was meant to crush you, I decree and I declare, let it be to your advantage. Amen. Anything that was meant to crush your health, your finances, your academics, your moral life, your spiritual life, I announce today, it will go in your favor. Amen. If you go in your favor, let all the projected arrows against your life, let them deflect in the name of Jesus. Let them deflect in the name of Jesus. I announce testimonies. All the chains of ambition, I announce they are broken. They are broken. Any power of darkness battling with you, both in the physical and both in the spiritual, today I announce their powers are broken. Their powers are broken. You will never be a victim of demonic molestation. From today, I end that cycle. I end that cycle. In Jesus' mighty name. Have your seat. The story has changed. Now, today, I want to talk to you quickly about I sought for a man. God is looking for a man. I'm going to be so quick, so please pay attention very carefully. You must understand that God is sovereign and he can do anything and everything. Do you understand? To establish a revelation where which will trigger you to move. Hello? God does not even need the help of angels to work. There is nothing like insufficiency in God. He is sufficient. <laughs> Hello? But there is a principle God works with. God does not need angels to God. God does not need the 24 elders to be God. God does not need the living beast to be God. He intends, now the Bible declares that in Revelation 4.11, someone should read it quickly, Revelation 4.11. For you created all things. For you created all things, including angels, the 24 elders. God does not need anything to be God. He's God. I'm telling you, getting here. Continue. Now, in Colossians, the Bible says, Dominion, power. All these things were created by Him and for Him. So He's God and He's sufficient. Please, are you getting me? Yes. Uh, our Lord, our God, uh, to receive glory and honor and power. Uh, for you created all things. For you created some things, uh, including your teeth. You see, including that mouth, you are refusing to say all things. Uh, if you look back at God, uh, for you created all. My God, clap You see, as we are clapping, God is creating peace in your life. Continue. For you created all things, uh, and they exist because you created. Listen, and they are existing because you created what you please. Oh yeah. So God created angels to please Him. When He became God, He created the twenty-four elders. When God was born, He said, "Let me create human beings." When he was born, he created hippopotamus. 
Anytime God is born, he does something new. May the badness of God bring a miracle. Don't joke with tonight. Too. Something is about to break forth in your life. Something is about to break forth. Sit down. So we have established that God is sovereign, isn't it? And he's almighty. But according to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28. Now don't forget that he is God. And God moves by principles. As much as God does not need any man to be God. He does not need angels to be God. He does not need the 24 elders to be God. But there are principles he has set in place that governs his kingdom. Uh, Genesis chapter 1. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image be like us. Uh, they will reign over the fish in the sea. Let us make man. Now, man did not create the world. God created the world. And God said, let us make man like us. So that they will do what? So that they will have dominion. They will have dominion. That means, let us create man and give what we created to man. So now, you must understand that God created the world. But at a point, he gave the world for man to rule. Now, one of the things you must understand is that God is governed by his word. He is God, but he has set principles in place that no matter what he does, he is governed by his own principles. He is the principle of the principles. <laughs> now, as much as God is sovereign, he is ruled by his own word. That is why it looks like God cannot unless it is in his word. Let me repeat it. It looks like God is incapable as far as it is not in the word of God, it can never be in your world. Let me continue. As much as God is sovereign, he is ruled by his word. Psalm 130 verse 2. Now, as much as God is sovereign, he is ruled by his word. Psalm 138 verse 2. Psalm 138 verse 2. My verses you have exalted your word above all your name. I will worship towards your holy temple. And praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth and faithfulness. For you have exalted above all else. So you realize that God is sovereign. He can do everything. But there are things God will not do beyond his word. Let me read something here. As much as God is sovereign, he is ruled by his word. Hence, any activity on earth is governed by man. Now, because God is ruled by his word, there are some things happening in our world. God may not move, though He's sovereign. You wonder why, like babies are dying, and you that God is wicked, right? Don't forget, I said He created the world and gave it to you. So that means that anything that goes on on earth, man is responsible. He is no longer in charge in the world. He gave the world to man. Now, if God was in charge, no man would have died. Because in his presence, nothing dies. Listen, in his presence, nothing dies. In his presence, there is nothing like an arrow. That is why the Bible said, Jesus, everywhere he went, he was doing what? Because anywhere God enters, goodness must enter. But that is why when doctors are in charge, they tell you we are doing everything possible we can. Another name for God is possibility. Ah. May the God of possibility appear in your life. Amen. So now you understand that he's sovereign. He can do everything and anything. But the reason why there are some things God will not do on earth is because he has given the earth to man. God does not like invading the privacy of man until he has received an invitation. Let me repeat it. God does not like invading the privacy of man until he has received a divine invitation. So as far as God is sovereign, he is ruled by his word. So what was the word? He gave the word to man. That's a word. He gave it to man. He will not go beyond his word. He has given the word to man. But look at something. Anytime God wants to come on earth, to do something on earth, he looks for a man on earth. He's like, Charlie, I want to do something. But the reason why I can't come and do the things I want to do is because I've given it to you. Without your permission, I can't do anything. Are you here? Yes. That's why I said, he is ruled by his word. 
or their mouth. That is why there are people who are smart but they are fooling, and yet they pass the exams. Why? The giftings of God are without repentance. That's why sometimes there are people who are rich and yet they are messing around and yet their business are booming. Why? The giftings of God are without repentance. When God gives it to you, he doesn't take it back. But what takes you out is the principle. When you break the principle, it will take you out of it. You better clap. every activity on earth is governed by man. And until man extends an invitation to God through prayer, the earth will not experience the supernatural power of God. So God lives in glory. For the earth to experience the glorious power of God, we must extend an invitation. And any time man prays, we extend an invitation for God to come. Now, because God gave the world to man, he is not permitted to do anything on earth until man gives him permission. Because God, he created the world. He is sovereign. He is almighty. He doesn't need man to do things. But because he has given the world to man, when he wants to do anything on earth, because of the principle he has set in place, he will need man. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. So in your family, there are things going on you are blaming God. He doesn't, hey, don't blame God. He gave you, that's why God made you appear in that family, so that through you, you can have access to that family. So when God wanted to save the world, he sent an angel, and the angel said, Mary, there is something God wants to execute on earth. Can you be available? Yet? Mary said, My room is available. Are there some available verses here? God wants, listen, God wants to change some things in your family, but until you are available, he can't. That is why Ezekiel 22, verse 30, read it on. Ezekiel chapter 20. And I sought a man. I sought for a man. Now listen to me. If he's sovereign God, why does he say for a man? Because he doesn't need man to be God. He's already God. He doesn't need angels to be God. He's already God. He doesn't need the 24 hours. But because of principles, he will seek for things. <laughs> God is looking for men and women on earth. To partner with to execute his heavenly agenda. There are many things God wants to do on earth, but he needs many men to do with them. <laughs> Let me repeat it. Say, I repeat it, Uncle. Now listen to me. He says, Your ways are not my ways, neither your thoughts my thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher. So that means there are ways God wants to do things on earth. At night, eh? If we all genuinely pour our heart before the Lord in prayer, the earth will never be the same. Look at when Jesus came on the earth for how many years? 33 years. So imagine if we continually permit Jesus on the earth through prayer. One day, they arrested Peter. And the Bible says, and the church prayed to the heavenly father. And the heavenly father released a heavenly being. One heavenly being, seven everything. You see, we may think Satan is powerful until we summon one angel. Listen, listen. God is looking for Manel. Your family, there are curses in the family. God in his mind wants to break the curse. But the truth is, he cannot just come because there is a principle. And God is too good to breach principles. So that's why when he was even coming on earth, he came to a woman. He came as a man. Because when he created the world, he did not give it to angels, he gave it to man. So now, if you gave the world to man, then any agenda on earth must be executed by man. That is why Satan too also need something God has created in the world to execute his agenda. So that is why the first fall of man came through serpent. Now listen to me. It was not the serpent that brought the death of man. It was serpent who entered. Listen. When God wants to execute his agenda on earth, there are verses he enters. When Satan wants to execute his demonic agendas, there are many enters. And I'm here to announce to you, God wants to execute a certain agenda in your life, in your family, in your class, but there are many he's looking for. There are many he's looking for. We wouldn't all have gathered here if I had not availed myself. So imagine if you and I avail ourselves. 
Imagine what God will do. When Mary availed herself, Jesus came on the earth. When Esther availed herself, Mordecai and the other Jews were redeemed. God is looking for men to avail and will do the work. You are not the one to do the work. You are a barakashua. When David got to the world front, he said, Who is this uncircumcised, Philistine giant, defiling the army of the living God? Listen, when David threw the stone, it wasn't the stone that killed, it was God. Why? He was the rejected stone, but he became the cornerstone. Oh my God. In every generation, we are seeing God accomplish mighty things through men on the earth. Now we know Daniel because God accomplished mighty things through Daniel. We know Esther because of God. Now listen to me. All the great men of God we know in the Bible. We know them not because of their name. We know them because of the God who went through their lives. God is looking for men. Now the question is, why would God look for men when there are men? Why would God look for men once there are men? Now, the Bible never said God is looking for prophets. The Bible never said God is looking for apostles. The Bible said God is looking for men. The apostles have their place. The place of the apostles is the church, but the place of the men is for the world. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, for the perfecting of the saints. So, you see, the impact of even pastors are limited. But the impact of men who are raised by God are limitless. Listen to me. I don't know who I'm prophesying to. But God never said, I need a man with a title. God never said, I need a man who is going to a Bible school. He only said, I saw for her. Come on, church. I saw for her. Did you require a title? Doctor degree? Masters? He said, I only need a man. As far as I'm the bars are men where after today, God will use you to change the scenario. Let me say this: there are many things God wants to do in our world. There are many souls God wants to restore in our world. There are many lives God wants to touch in our world. But the truth is, will there be a man in that dispensation? If David had not appeared, Goliath would have brought as God. Listen, can I say this? Until David appeared, it was as though God was not real. So that simply means until you appear, it will be as though the God is not real. Am I putting? Huh? So what is our message? We ask you now. Oh, you be more my because you have understood that there are many things God wants to do but because he's governed by principles he cannot just jump and say I'm coming to raise Dani when Dani stands in prayer God will send an anointing God will send an angel and today I see God anointing you sit down in every generation we are seeing God accomplish mighty things through men on the earth. Men and women, God accomplishes mighty things through them. And there are men and women here. And I see in the political arena, in the financial arena, in, the, in every arena, God is still raising men. Am I prophesying to the right people? God is still raising men. I thank God there was no qualification. As far as you are a man, you are qualified. I declare today, by the grace of God, we see divine grace to accomplish. Read that Ezekiel 22 30 again. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. And I sought a man. Wait. Read it. And I sought a man amongst them. I sought a man amongst so amongst your family God would want to heal but there must be a man to become a tooth for healing Eh? that is why you are here thank God you are here to hear this truth your mother may not understand your father may not understand but God is bringing you light so that the darkness in your family will disappear talk to anybody and say I am the man God has been looking for you see I am not even confident at all Shout it loud and clear. I am the God has been waiting for. Daniel, 
God wants to deliver you. God wants to heal you. Eh, Maminka Sasemwinchel. God wants to heal you. God wants to deliver. Do you even know why God raised Moses? When you read Exodus chapter 3, the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the cry. So the cry of the people of Israel became a means through which God came. That simply means that if they had not cried, it would have been as though God was not real. That's just the attempt you must cry. You must rise. You must fast. You must pray. You must give. You must come for prayer. As you keep coming, you keep permitting God. Do you know that we blame God for things he's not responsible for? Because he created the world. Now, for instance, if I buy a phone and I give it to you, and a phone pie, do you know pie? It's a phone pie. Is it my fault? Whose fault? It's your fault. I gave you the phone by your irresponsibility. Maybe it is the precious gift. God gave us the world. But through the mistake of Adam, boom, things started happening. And God said, I will come back to the world. And God came through Mary. God is still coming through men to save men. Now, God wants to save your father. God wants to save your mother. God wants to break the curse. God wants to make your sister get married. You see, your complaining will not bring any answer. It is when you understand the scripture that I suffer a man amongst them. Till amongst them. That means that in every situation, if only there was a man who availed himself, there would have been a solution. Complaining does not bring a solution. It is when you understand that God actually wants to do what you think he must do. But the truth is, will you be available? Will you be? Now, look at the following. And are you getting me? There may be demonic activity in your family. And you may say, why is God not doing anything? Why is God not doing anything? And it will show you God wants to do everything. But can he get only one man to use to break, to build. So one day, in Judges, an angel of the Lord appeared, and the angel said, Gideon, thy mighty man of valor. Gideon thought he was the least, but in the sight of God, he was mighty. But it was through that angelic encounter, the Bible declares, when Gideon rose up, the angel said, go to the altar in your father's house. Bring it down. Listen to me. God wanted to break the altar, but if Gideon had not risen up, the altar would have still been standing. There are things God wants to break, but you must rise. That's why it says, Arise and for thy light us. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. I see you as the light of your family. Listen, nobody, listen, we are going to pray only one prayer. We are going to pray only one prayer. Lord, you have been looking for a man. You have been looking for a woman. In the days of Esther, Mordecai was complaining. And Esther said, Stop talking. I will fast for three days. No food, no water. On the third day, bam! The situation. Listen, you have been crying. Your mother has been crying, and you thought that the answer was with some God somewhere. But God is also saying, I'm ready to answer you. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call upon me, and I will answer you. And I will show you greater. Then you call upon me. I will enter into you, and I will use you. Sit down, and let's flow. Say flow. Now, God is looking for men to do the following. Number one, God wants to raise men of prayer so that through your prayer he can execute his heavenly agenda. When Jesus came on earth, everywhere he went, he was doing good. When Mary permitted Jesus, when Mary permitted God to come through her life, through Mary's permission, Lazarus came back to life. Through Mary's permission, the woman with the blood of issue did not die. So through your permission, I will not die. And I said, I will God can show you things. I said, God can show you things. Can I pray prayer for you? Anything blinding you from seeing the spirit. From today, I shall shout Jesus. Every girl is Sit down. For a man to stand in the gap, that I will not do what. Really. And I sought a man among them. Amongst yes. them. So that means amongst your colleagues, God is looking for a man. In your family, he's looking for a man. When I when I anything I say, you say he's looking for a man. In your class, 
Jesus. At the hospital. Political arena. In your family. Amongst your friends. And stand up and progress and say, I am the one, I am the one. Listen, let me repeat this. He never said, I'm looking for an anointed man. Or a skilled man. He said, a man. So you fit in. Are you alive? Are you alive? Touch yourself. Touch yourself. Are you alive? Touch somebody. Ask the person, are you alive? Then God has found a man. Number one, God wants to raise men of prayer. God is looking for men who can pray. And tonight we will pray. So that through our prayer, anything Satan is doing, God will use us to dismantle it. Have you realized that through your gossip you have destroyed many good relationships? What am I speaking in tongues? My Lord. So, number one, God is looking for men of prayer. Men who can pray. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 8. Quickly. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 8. Uh, I desire, therefore, uh, that in every place, in every place, in every class, in every family, in every room, in every place, what should happen? Men should pray. Men should pray. Men should, pray. Men should, Men should fornicate. Watch pornography. Twerk. Read that part again. As you go to a room, well, you see, there are some men who say, when their mouth break their heart, they see you as a refuse them. Sabo no. Sabo no. Now, so as you know, it's over to use your ears to listen to messages that will boost your faith. Am I preaching? You give birth to what you listen to. You give birth to what you listen to. And we say, and Sit down. Read that part again, man of God. I desire, therefore. I desire, therefore. Wait, in every place. My God. That means that your small corner, it is a place. Oh, yes. Is it? It's not a place. Oh, yes. Is the government station a place? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Your boyfriend's room is a place. Oh, when you pray in that place, God will expose his true nature to you. You say, baby, let us switch as a switch again. Kabalaba net and read that part again, man of God. I desire therefore. I desire therefore. In every place. You see, I thank God he didn't restrict it that in only in church. So you're working. Malakasunda. You see, at that moment, within that five minutes, don't say, probably somebody was firing an arrow against a loved one. Or probably a loved one was about to something bad. And God said, I have my daughter, Sewa. I have my daughter, Abna Koko. Antoinette. Philip. So sometimes, anytime you have the urge to speak in tongues, it simply means heaven wants to do something on earth. Yeah, anytime you have the edge, you are doing something that you just blasted in tongues. No, no, you just get having permission to do something. Can we stand and blast with for 30 seconds? Blast in tongues for 30 seconds. Blast in tongues. Probably your sister somewhere, your brother somewhere, lift up your hands and begin to pray in tongues. In the name of Jesus, may this your tongues bring a turn around in your family. Yeah. Sit down. Number two. So number one, we have established that God is looking for men to pray. Says the I'm going to pray. So that's what the song said. I will pray. If I don't pray. That simply means if I don't pray, heaven will be shut over my life. And if heaven is shut, the prince of the world will rule your life. But today, 
That five minutes prayer will turn things around. Amen. Don't look into this meeting. You know. I'm charging you that you are the man. Not the prophet. You see, prophets are good apostles. I'm a pastor. But God didn't say, I'm looking for Apostle Charles. You need to put better there. So that simply means that there is a vacancy for you in heaven. Yeah. Who wants to switch into that vacancy? Apostle, things are not well. What are you doing? What are you doing with your mouth? Apostle, my mother's business. Why don't you speak in tongues? Why don't you take a mother's picture? Then you thank God, Father, thank you for the testimony. Then within 15 minutes, a call come, boom. Oh, I'm saying, another business assessor. <laughs> you know why? Heaven wanted to bring business, but heaven was looking for enough on earth to execute it. And you were the one. So don't trouble men of God when you are also a man of God. Number two, God wants to raise men and women of salvation. God wants to raise men and women of salvation who through preaching will touch their world. God wants to raise men and women who through preaching will touch their world. God wants to touch the world. God wants to save the world. God wants to restore many people. Now, there are many people we call our friends who are dying secretly. They are not born again. Romans 10, 14, 15. Case away from me. Tell us about the God is looking for a man. To bring salvation. To bring salvation. Now, how many of you know her as Queen Esther or just Esther? How many of you can relate much with Esther than Queen Esther? Do you understand what I'm saying? She is just Esther. Queen Do you see in the Bible that her name was Queen Esther? Esther, just Esther. So that simply means that you don't need a title to be a preacher. Just sit in and say, Ah, God, you are looking for a man. Use me to preach. Romans chapter 10, verse 14. You know, but how can they hear and call on him uh, to be saved unless they believe in him? How can they hear and call upon him to and be saved? Come on, church, and be saved unless there is what? Unless they believe in him. Uh, and how can they believe in him uh, if they have never heard about him? How can people believe in God? If you have never heard about God, continue. And how can, Wait, how can your classmates believe in this Jesus when you have never heard about Jesus? How can they know about the saving power of God when they have never heard about testimonies? But my Bible tells me that there was a woman at the well. She was not a prophetess. She was a prophetess man. But one encounter with Jesus turned her to a prophetess. And she went back into a town. And through one woman, a whole city was saved. You don't need a title to bring salvation. All you need is an encounter to count in your generation. And today, I prophesy, you are that vessel God is looking for. You will say one testimony, and many souls will be saved. Haven't you realized that Satan is using young men and women to execute his business agenda? Stupid things are being done by young men and women. Now, when you go to TikTok, they do dare. Foolish things, stupid things are now being that by 2 a.m. You see some young men on TikTok, 3 a.m. they're on TikTok, 4 a.m. on TikTok. But this should be bring them to online. Why? Because Satan has entered into them and is using them. But I see God enter into your life, Amen. and God will use it to pray Amen. to dismantle the works of Satan. Read it again, Romans chapter 10, verse 14. How can they call on him to be saved? Number one, how can they call upon God and be saved? Who are they? How can your friends call upon God and be saved? How can your sister call upon God and be saved? How can your father call upon God and be saved? How can your colleagues call upon God? Calvin, how can your workers call upon God? How can your mother call upon God? How can your roommate call upon God and be saved? Huh? Unless they believe in him. So that means that there is salvation. But unless somebody plays the role, they will not be saved. Read it again. How can they call on him to be saved? Uh, unless they believe in him. Unless they believe. Indeed. And now listen. So how can they call him and be, and be saved? Unless they believe in him. But how can they believe in him when there is? And how can they believe in him? My God. If they are about him. So how can people believe that God heals miracles? When people who have received miracles don't say, talk to. Like for instance, I've been healed a tumor. Okay? And. My friends doubt 
this God. How can they believe in this God when I keep my testimony? Hello? Hi. How many of you have been at the botanical gardens before? How many of you have seen miracles at the gardens before? The question is, how can your roommates believe in this God when you are quiet about the testimonies? So you see why people doubt. Now, from Monday and yesterday, I have been at our cell at KSTU. Now, when I got there, first day, I was preaching. I kept preaching. And I kept pointing towards one guy. No, no, God wanted to touch him. But you see, after the service, he came to me, the man of God. Do you know what God did? And then he came when I was about to close. And she said she has a neck pain. I said, do you believe in Jesus? Listen, the guy was doubting God. Now, God wants to reveal himself to the guy. But God needs a vessel to use to bring salvation to the guy. So I pray for the girl. The girl did this. And the hymn called God hit her. Now look at this. And the guy said, I used not to believe, but now. There are many things God is doing with your life, in your life, and through your life. When you are quiet, they may die and go to hell. That is why you and I, our WhatsApp status, our social media, must become a weapon. Don't be quiet. Don't be quiet. I'm not joking tonight. Don't be quiet. You are shy to share preaching on your status. You are shy. And you call yourself a Christian. You are proud to share political agenda flyer. Foolish people will not save our life. And yet, our Jesus, we don't share his flyer. Meetings about Jesus, we don't share. Miracles about Jesus, we are shy. Because our friends will call us as sofu, sofu mommy. Are you not ashamed that you are running away from this God? And Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me, me too, I also be ashamed of you. So the reason said, if God has not answered you is because you have denied him before your friends. Your WhatsApp status, your Facebook. Today, I shared a lady's testimony about the lamps in the breast. When people were reading it, people were like, wow, Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Imagine if I was quiet about the things God has done. Would they say Jesus is alive? Don't be quiet about how good God is. Don't be quiet about how God saved you. Some of you, your greatest preaching is how God saved you. Your greatest testimony is what you saw God do. When you share it, it will break the doubt of people. Our responsibility is to do the talking and God will do the working. Satan seems to be winning, but he's a loser. Am I putting somebody? Don't waste your time to use your phone to share nonsense things. Ladies who are twerking, funny videos. In this time and age, you are using your time to share funny videos. What somebody now? Some of you about 200 people can view your status a day. Do you know what you're doing? When you share testimony, you're put to 200 people. I shared a preaching about honoring your father and your mother. I posted it on Facebook. 1,500 people have watched that message. 1,500. One post I made has reached out to 1,500 people and the lady sent the message from Italy. Man of God, this message was for me. I had an issue with my father, but when I saw this, I am relieved. So listen, so if I was quiet, she would have been in prison by now. But because I was loud, salvation has come. God is looking for men to be loud. Be loud in your class. Be loud about what God is doing here. Don't be shy. Tell your face about what God is doing at the private grounds. Isn't God doing amazing things? At the gardens, isn't God healing? Yeah. Isn't God delivering? Yeah. Why are you shy to invite your friends? You are the reason why many people are going to hell. Do I know your friends? But do you know Jesus? Do all your friends know Jesus? If they don't know Jesus, then you are the reason why God is looking for a man and he has found you. God is looking for a man to reach your friends. God is looking for a man to reach your family. God was looking for a man to reach out to the people in Samaria. He found the woman at the well. God was waiting for a man, looking for a man to reach out to the men in gathering. He found a madman. Now let me tell the truth. If the righteous ones don't talk, God will use the unrighteous ones to reach out to the righteous people. Let me repeat it. If we the ones who claim to be righteous, if we don't talk, God will use madmen to talk. God will use prostitutes to talk. God will choose the foolishness of this world to confound the wise. So those who are being, we are smart. Oh dear. Oh, God, God, evangelism. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't. I ain't gonna time. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna. Tell somebody God is looking for a man. To bring salvation. Now, how many of you are here because somebody invited you? Lift up your hands well. The question is, have you been blessed since you came? Come, come, come. Yes, You used to sniff super glue. Yes, please. He used to sniff super glue. 
You used to be addicted. Your name cocaine before. So look at this. If somebody had not extended an invitation, it would have been a number by now. But the extension of an invitation has brought salvation. Wow. All you can do is like the woman at the well. Go and tell them what you see Jesus do. I saw for a man amongst them. Amongst your colleagues, you are the man God has found. Amongst your roommates, you are the man God has found. Don't be quiet. Don't be quiet. When there was listening to a man of God, he said, man of God, go to TikTok. Post preaching. Listen to me. We are in a warfare. And God needs men on earth to execute victory. And you are the one God is looking for. Not any other person. Because I'm not in that class with you. I'm not in that room with you. I'm not in that family with you. You are the one in that family. You are the one in that class. And God wants to use you to change the class. One day... Intention clap like this, and everybody will turn and look at you. Why? What is this? Jesus is coming soon. They may look at you with a stained eye, they can look at you and insult you, but don't forget, Jesus even prophesied it, that because of me, they will insult you. That means you must fulfill scripture. How? Talk for people to insult you and say, Ah, I'm fulfilling scripture. One of the disciples, they were beaten, and the Bible said they came back rejoicing because they were beaten for the sake of the gospel. God is looking for a man to prove friends. Don't come to service alone. That is that friend of yours. You may think, oh no, they are sorry, they're going lie. But if I tell you that, as the dear panted for, so, so the soul of that person is planted to know God. They may not tell you, but there is an aspect of them that really wants to know God. They want to be liberated. They want to come closer. They want to speak in tongues. The same way you used to hate God, but now you love God because somebody brought you. That's the same way those people also need God. But God cannot bring salvation when there is no savior. Read that part. And how can they hear about him? Uh, unless someone tells them. Unless someone does what? So how can they believe when somebody has not told them? How can they say that? Is there somebody who can tell your friends about what God is doing here? Oh, you see, oh, yeah. when it comes to telling people about God, your hands are down. That is how your hands will be down when God brings a blessing. Because those who carry the hands to promote the kingdom are not in position to receive the blessing. Because any blessing God gives you is to advance his kingdom. It's not to make you happy. Who are you? What are you? And where are you? <laughs> Man of God, read that part again. And how can they hear about him? How can they hear about Jesus? How can they hear about the miracles of Jesus? How can they hear about the, the fact that he's a healing Jesus? So if I'm not going to care still, the guy would have gone about doubting God. But when I went there, the doubt disappeared. Now he's my close body body. Wow. Yesterday, yesterday, I went there again and he was in class. And I somebody told him, Apostle said, he said, please tell him I'm coming. He should wait for me. Wow. The same person who and you know the funny thing, the very day I went there, that was his first time I'm coming to the meeting. And a young slim girl brought him. <laughs> but as I was preaching, Jesus was pointing to him. And he said, I don't believe in these miracles. And this, Jesus did a miracle. How? Through Charles Nyaba. The same thing God wants to do a miracle through you. He wants to heal through you. He wants to, don't doubt the call of God on your life. Don't doubt the capacity of God in your life. Because he created you in his image and likeness. You are like God. In that family, you are God. Don't doubt your prayers. Don't doubt that 30 minutes prayer. Don't doubt that 15 minutes prayer. It can do so many. The Bible is the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availed much. If you know how much your prayer does in the spirit, you will not stop praying. If you know you're coming here, what it does in the spirit, you will not stop coming. But it's a Satan can deceive that. Oh, but I had it. So God is looking for men to bring salvation to the world. Number three, God wants to raise mighty men of valor in every aspect. When I say every aspect, in the political arena. We need some truthful men in the political arena. Not come and steal, but to come and preach. When you enter the political arena like Daniel, you send, you change things in the atmosphere. And today, I see God raising some political men and women. Amen! You didn't say amen? Amen! Or maybe you don't be a suicide boy. Okay. Maybe you can also make an impact on your suicide. But some of us, we want to enter the top. Because at the top, when you scream, everybody can hear. Do you hear what I said? Haven't you realized that when somebody screams at the top, everybody can hear because of the echo? But now you struggle to reach out to many people. That's what the Bible says. When Jesus ascended high, he gave gift. So that means when he went up, boom, he started distributing. Wow. Lord, don't be quiet. Don't be shy. 
Don't let it Now, look at those who are doing well, things are not shy about the things they do. Ladies don't care about the thing. And then can intentionally put a camera there. Come and hold it. <laughs> and after that, they put a, a nice trap. They are putting their bottles, they are not shy. A Christian can't put a phone there and say, Psalm 23, I came to encourage you. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. And I'm here to announce to you that no matter what you're going to do, the Lord is your shepherd. This day, God will guide you. Have a blessed day. That's all. You can't do it. You can't do it. And you can't say, Christian, shame on you. Shame. No, no joking, shame on you. A girl can twerk and post it. Now, ladies, take a picture and do this. <laughs> do you know what they're doing? Pumping their breast. And you see, when they pump it, they are proud to post it. Also, pump your Jesus and be proud. Yes. They say, Oh, so they hear, hear. Listen, today I'm challenging you. You have been hiding for far too long. For 40 days, Goliath was bragging until David appeared. On the 40th day, he said, Hey, so enough of the hiding. It is time to post about God. Do a video. Do a quiet time. 30 seconds. Manel, stop posting scriptures. Now we want to see your face. I want to see your face. I want to touch your grace. So I can live in your days. You see, when you type, it, it, how many people read? But do you know that people like video, visuals? Don't be shy. What you know is what you say. Don't speak beyond what you don't know. Okay, you know to Psalm 23. Speak it and record it and post it everywhere. Do you know when I say if you go to my Facebook video, you can see some I'm going to see my old old videos 2016, 2017, 2015. Let me hear the day. Then go for the powerful power. This is the beginning. But here I am today. I started them. One day I woke up in the morning, my eyes, it was like stones were on my eyes. And yet, I said, I will do it as I have promised God. Because every morning, I do videos. And I post. I do videos and I post. That morning, when I woke up, there was an attack. I said, what the attack or not? I Let me show that video on Facebook. I was in white shirt and I was in red tie. If you see my eyes, it was dripping wet. And you see. Don't be shy. Your status is your puppet. I repeat it and call. Your status is your... Use it to preach. Preach against sin, homosexuality. People, you know that when you post about what people come to attack you, have you realized? It means that the word of God is active and sharp indeed. Also, posting one powerful scripture where they come with them is not true. But these same people don't comment when people post about clubbing, homosexuality, foolishness. It tells you that we are in a warfare. So God is raising men in the medical arena. Do you know that in the medical arena there are witches and wizards there? Yes. Wasting lives. Yes. God wants to raise men also in the medical arena. Yes. In the business arena. Yes. In the academic arena. Yes. Financial arena. Yes. God is about to raise our men here. Yes. And I declare today you will be that man to fill that position. Yes. In that community there is a hey, how many words from some communities they call it as poor community, poverty strength. But God is about to raise you. So let me say this. In the palace, God raised Esther. In Egypt, God raised Joseph. In Babylon, God raised Daniel. He is raising many in Wesley. He is raising many KST. I said, God, now, there you come. That's my friend. He's the one I was preaching about today. Come. Is he here? Why don't you say you didn't believe in these miracles? Yeah, but now he's here. <laughs> you better clap your hands. I'm not talking to somebody. God is raising men. Don't say me and my part. Now who's part? Who's part? You see how what you see some of you eh? No matter the investment of God in you, if you are not bold, you can manifest. That's what the Lord told Joshua. Be bold and be courageous. Some of you, the business idea, you have it. You don't execute it. 
Zi, you know you have this answer for this problem. You know what to say it. Hey, now make a name But finally, you some kwa. You are the reason why it looks like the world is winning. But today, I came to tell you, God is looking for a man. And you are the one. I said you are the one. Amen. Can I tell the last point? When God finds men, do you know what he does to them? <laughs> today is one of my favorite days. Because what do you know why? God is looking for men. He is looking for skilled men or special men. Say men. Has he found you? Has he found you? When I say in the family, say God has found me. In the family. <laughs> in that class. In that community. In the business. Shall God has found me. Look at how when God found Pastor Elvis, look at what he's doing to the world. There are still Pastor Elvis God wants to raise. There are still more geometric God wants to raise. There are still more dumb Gotes God wants to raise. There are still Charles Nevers God wants to raise. I'm missing Charles Nevers God wants to Do you know what God does when you find a man? Psalm 89 verse 20. Now, I've been telling you that God is looking for a man. Right? Yes. God is looking for a man. Psalm 89 verse 20. Psalm 89 verse 20. What does happen? I have found David, my servant. Uh, with my sacred oil, have I anointed him. Wait, wait, wait. Can you put your name there? Is David alive? Oh. Are you alive? Oh. Put your name there. Put your name there. Oh. I have found Charles, uh, my servant. My what? Servant. Did he say I found Apostle Charles? No. I found Prophet Charles. No. He said I found Charles. No. You don't need a special ability. You need availability. No. <laughs> when God finds you, he makes you fine. Now listen to the last point before we close. I read it. With my sacred oil, I have anointed. Read it again. I have found Charles, my servant. Uh -huh. With my sacred oil, uh -huh. I have anointed him. Wow. wow. My hand will sustain him. My hand will do what? Sustain him. So do you know why you are scared? You are scared because you think you will do it by your mind and your power. But David, when God found David, he did what? He anointed him. And he said, my hand will uphold him. So when God finds you, number one, he anoints you, number two, his hand. His hand. Oh. That is why you are about to do mighty things. You are about to break mighty barriers. You are about to rise above. Is it by your might? Is it by your power? But by the oil. Read it again. Let's close. I have found Charles, my servant. We put my friends in the bed there. I have found Jerick, my, my servant. My With my sacred oil, I have anointed him. Uh, my hand will sustain him. Uh, surely, surely, my arm will sustain listen, him. Surely is a banker. Surely, as soon as I found him, and as soon as my arm is upon him, surely he will break the barrier. Amen. Surely he will preach. Amen. Surely he will bring souls. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you. My hand will sustain him. Uh -huh. Surely my arm will strengthen him. The enemy will not get the better of him. Did you hear the prophecy? Did you hear the prophecy? The enemy that is with you. Your family members, when God finds you, He anoints you, His son will come upon you, and all the enemies, their teeth will start breaking. Uh, the wicked will not oppress him. The wicked will not. Hey, go and read Psalm 89, verse 20, and begin to prophesy the things. Ah, God has found me, He has anointed me. This is the only prayer you're going to pray for the next family. Lord, you have found me anointed today. Oh, yeah. Imagine good prayer. <laughs> Satan is about to see our face on the screens of the world. Amen. May I'm prophesying my own. Very soon, this voice you are hearing here will not be instructed to come rescue. All over Kumaso. All over the world. Why? Well, because God has found a man. Be on the feet and let's pray. Come.
heaven. God has found you. Oh, yes. Can you mention your name seven times and say God has found me? God has found me. Mention your full name. For the next two to three, five minutes, Lord, your wife says you'll be looking for a man. In my family, you'll be looking for a man. In my class, say in the name of Jesus. Son, my father, you have been looking for a man. Here I am today. In my class, here I am today. In my generation, here I am today. In my family, here I am today. As I clap and as I pray, anoint me with your eye and let your hand be mighty. For exploit in the area of academics, spirituality, political wealth, in my class, in my family, as I clap and as I pray, my father, Holy Ghost, anoint me because you have found me for your purpose. Clap your hands and pray. my family with your healing power your deliverance power shout my father you have been looking for a man to stand for my family for my class my community anything you have been wanting to do as I clap and as I pray visit my family through this prayer visit my brothers my colleagues my 
class, let there be a visitation of your power, your healing power, your deliverance power. Clap your hands and pray. Loud and clear, I stand as the priest of my family. I stand as the priest of my family. And I declare, and I declare from today, from today, turn around. Open up. Say today, today I stand, I stand as, the prophet, as the prophet of my family. Of my family. I, stand I stand as the apostle, as the, apostle, as the, pastor, as the pastor of my family. Of my family. And as I, and I declare, let there be miracles, testimonies, restoration, salvation. Now begin to declare your family. Begin to prophesy. <laughs> into your life what you don't want to see again after today are there things in your life you don't want to see again now lift up your hands say father my body is your temple let this error let this addiction let this sickness as I pray shall come out this wet dreams this addiction this evil thing as I begin to pray I command your time is out come out begin to name it and command it out
Prophesy abundance. Amen. May this year turn around. Amen. Before this week ends, may there be an outbreak of provisions, an outbreak of financial breakthroughs, an outbreak of testimonies. Amen. You shall recall your testimony before Sunday. You will testify before Sunday. Financial testimonies, academic results. Anyone who promised you. To accept to money, but they have refused some hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Let there be some financial breakthroughs. And I hear the Lord say, I will come through for them. God bless you for listening to this message. May your life never be the same as you have connected to the word of God through his servant, Pastor Charles Inyaba. Connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Inyaba Charles.